Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to hey. Snack Time, an offshoot of the Anything Bowl, where we basically talk about one thing, one single topic, keep it simple, 25 minutes. And I know what you're thinking. No, this Snack Time is not dedicated to my new haircut. But thank you for asking. Today, actually, folks, uh, Matt, Matt, you got the chicken in your mouth. Uh, let, <laughs> let me finish the intro real quick. We're going to talk about... so fucking cooked. We're going to talk about oh the one thing that everybody loves to comment on when we talk about it. People love to get mad at us about our opinions on Star Wars. So, of course, today, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about The Mandalorian Season 3 and really The Mandalorian as a whole. Because it's it's been a very controversial couple months with this show. We've had a lot of discourse about it between Matt and I and then Matt, Matt myself, and the homies. So we're just going to mm-hmm. kind of look back and, and like make a final decision on what we think of this season and where it's going to go from here. I'm sorry if I'm slob, <laughs> but I'm hungry. Oh. Oh, it's all right, man. You're hungry. You got food in your mouth. I, my nose is plugged up. It's springtime. We're, we're just going to struggle for the, the first half of this. We're fucking mess, but that's okay. Nah, we're actually... Listen, it's, it's our fucking podcast. We do what we want. Anyway. Yes, <laughs> So, it is. We're going to go through each episode of the season. Get like a little couple thoughts about it. And then, yes, we're going to see where the direction of the next possible season's going what we think is going to happen in the movie, and what's our favorite episode? Yeah. yeah. We're starting with... So the thing is, it's 17 through 24, because they like to do this whole chapter thing. I don't give a fuck. It's episode I like season it. three, baby. I like it. The apostrophe. No, the, I'm just the, Chapter 17. The apostate. The apostate. Um, Let me see the, the photos so that we remember what happened journey. So this one, I mean, this was nothing crazy. It just essentially oh, reintroduced to Mando. Yes. Uh, yeah, we see both to Mando. We see the armor. Uh, yep. I'm pretty sure. Yes. This is, I think, Timmy's favorite episode because of the Adelans. Uh They found a way to make Babu <laughs> Freak actually like useful and adorable. Instead of just like a throwaway <laughs> cash grab in episode nine. It's, dude, it's so funny. He's so fucking cute. That maybe no. I think he no said touch. he needs repairs. I got that. <laughs> <laughs> Season this such a good episode. I love this episode. I love this episode. I think they're adorable. I like seeing Mando again. It was just a very nice. Like okay, we're not doing anything world breaking or world altering. Therefore, simple, fine, okay. First Mando in a couple years. I'm down with it. Uh, IMDb gives it a seven. I give this episode like a nine because it's nice, simple, straight to the point. Mm, I would have to agree, only because. Um, I think they just had to reestablish Mando because, um, I, I mean, at this point, spoilers, just FYI, I don't know why you wouldn't understand that by the time you came in here, Yeah. but, you know, in season two, like, of course, Yoda went with Luke and it was kind of a fanservice-y thing, so you're thinking, oh, where the uh, fuck's Mando going, blah, 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 and this and that, so it reintroduces the idea that Mando needs to become a Mandalorian again, why? He became not Mando because he took the fucking helmet off, so rumor has it, um, but that being said, uh, yeah, kind of for similar reasons. I think the Babu Freak um, little monsters are cute. I think seeing Navarro okay. the way it is, it kind of set up a pretty cool premise. I think overall, just a good time. It was a very I'm, good I'm time. I'm sorry. I had to. This is going to be my life for the first like couple weeks of spring. Every, every year, dude, I had to get up and blow my nose because it was just leaking out of my face. I'm sorry, people. Oh, blow uh. your lobe. Anyway, <laughs> chapter 18, The Minds of Mandalore. So a lot of people... Really mixed opinion on this. I mean, INDB says it's an 8.3. I will say. Show me the photos. We got Jawas. We got. 
Oh, we saw the lady again with Chopper. That was cute. Yeah. Well, essentially, Mandalorian, Mando, Jin, and Grogu want to go check out the old planet of Mandalore. Din Djarin wants to go see the old planet of Mandalore. Mandalore, where they, where he's from, where his whole fucking family got murdered in the purge of Mandalore, blah, 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 from the Empire. Yeah. Get the picture. Um, So, I think it was kind of... It's kind of a nifty little exploration episode. I like the idea that Grogu was essentially a main character for like 10 minutes. Which was very nice instead of him just being like the cute thing. Respectfully, Bo-Katan's a MILF. Um, And (laughs) she plays a really good hero. And I think this kind of does a good job of setting her up as to be like the uh, an important figure as the season goes along and i know a lot of people like we're like oh nothing happened but i'm like well no dang it. it's a fucking second dude, episode see, dude i i would say that this for me is a seven because this episode was good in the fact that I, I liked a lot of the cinematography i liked seeing the armor i liked having us go to mandalore and be like oh look it's not just some abandoned fucking thing what mm-hmm. i did hate is that they were like in the end of season two, they're like, oh, he has to redeem himself. In the first episode, they're like, oh, he has to redeem himself. And then you go to the second episode of the season, he goes, I've redeemed myself. Where so the fuck do we go from there? And fans, fans were annoyed about that. Yeah, but. of course. Understandably so. But Katie Sackhoff is fucking great as Bo-Katan. All of mm-hmm. the armor, all of the sets and everything. This is clearly the first season, I think, that wasn't entirely filmed in the volume. It looks like there was some... Maybe it was like a super volume upgrade or there was something like shot on location or whatever. This to me is the first season that looks really good and more realistic than just a screen. And this mm-hmm. episode really accomplishes that. Like, I feel like I'm on Mandalore when I'm watching it. And maybe Yoda yeah, does his cur- thing. It's a good atmosphere. I do agree. I think especially the way that they designed Mandalore kind of makes sense for the culture, you know, like kind of tough, rugged and all this sort of shit. Um, you just see the destruction that the Empire left, you know? Which brings us to chapter 19. The convert. Covert, I guess. Did you say the convert? Um, I don't know, man. It's a slow day. <laughs> I'm going to make me. a counter, dude. I just but, had to run away and blow my nose again. I'm just going to be fucking struggling oh like fucking this. We go, ding, ding, ding. <clears throat> so chapter 19 comes about. And this one also, like, stupidly annoyed people. I, I this annoyed that, me, oh, too. That, why did it annoy you? I need to Because, know. dude, I'm watching... Look, there's a lot of excuses I make for Star Wars, and I'm always going to be like that. Same thing goes for the MCU. But this is one of those ones I have to agree. I It was cool. You know, it was like a little side mission, a little side tangent. We saw this dude from the first season, whatever, he's making clothes, all this shit. You're seeing some other person who's like, oh, you know, I'm uh, maybe I'm a spy, maybe I'm not a spy. Look, I'm reformed. I'm a blah, blah. That's cool. But like... The reason we went to eight episodes a season is because clearly doing like the Arrowverse model of like 24 episodes for this thing and trying to have this single overarching story was too much. I get it. Then you go to another show, it's like 16, still too much. You go to eight because it's supposed to be condensed and concise. And this feels like it was an episode of them going, we don't have a ton of story to fit eight episodes. Let's just do a side fucking mission that could have been explained in a single cutaway. If you don't mm. have... This is the thing that I fucking hate, though. If you don't have enough story yeah. for eight episodes, shorten the season, right? Obi-Wan was only, what, six, eight, six, seven episodes? Like five episodes. Exactly. Just make it yeah. fucking shorter. Make it more of an event type of thing. Don't just call it season three. Call it, like, the Mandalorian retakes Mandalore. Limited series like, like whatever yeah. the fuck it is, dude. You don't have to do eight episodes because then all you do is piss people off. <laughs> I'm going to disagree on this one. I think, if anything, it was interesting to see the professor again because he's the head behind the cloning technology. I kind of like the tension that was brought about with, 
you know, like the whole conversion thing and like how um, it's like you can kind of tell that people are like fiending for the empire and shit like that, you know? Um, and you could tell like he's like, fuck the Republic. They're a bunch of fucking bureaucrats. <laughs> Let me start a fucking rebellion and make these clones. Hey, um, short haired lady rebellion person. Why don't you come with me? And go to this train wreck yard to get some research uh, supplies. Only to find the most easily seeable plot twist. Yeah. Kinda until the end of the episode where, you know, he's getting his mind rehabilitated and then it just goes mind wipe. So, I don't know. It's interesting. It's very interesting. Because I think now that you, which we'll get into later, it was done with the purpose of saying like, hey, this fucker wants to use clones for good. And then the short-haired lady was like nope you're not gonna do that and wipes his mind so overall man moff gideon wouldn't want this and you're like moff gideon's gonna come back right like this is what you're teasing Mm -hmm. (coughs) Mm -hmm. i think that's what we're going to right um i'm gonna give this one like a nine i disagree with you i like that that gets a six from me i fucking hated that episode but you know it was really good 20 20 uh, what the 20 the founding yes first of all order 66 again I, yeah. I I completely am on the side of keep showing us Order sixty six. This was supposed to be the well, thing that it's like, like that event that you don't know anything exactly, about. You do, exactly, exactly. Know this is the event that shook the entirety of the Star Wars universe. You don't show. We've seen it in games and in cartoons and in movies. Keep showing it to me. Show it to me in TV shows. Show it to me in five more TV shows and video games. Dedicate a whole movie to it. I don't give a shit. It's so cool. You probably could, honestly. Um, it was very cool. I think I was telling you guys that week. It just shows a very different perspective. Well, every single story and instance now you get shows a different viewpoint of order 66 and it carries a story because it's that impactful for each character on the That's show right. and this one's no different Ahmed best comes back <coughs> love to see that um of course uh <coughs> I just had to survive 20 years of bullying to make it back this poor guy <laughs> essentially but you know i'm proud of it you know nice to see him in the episode that I think that the, the side tangent with, uh, I think that was the episode they were trying to save that minigun guy's yeah, kid, right? That's right. Yeah, so I was, eh, you know, whoa, okay. I didn't realize that Jordan Lucas actually still writes on some of these episodes. I thought he was just completely done with it. No, I, th- I think it's because cool. Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni was like the George's protege. So I'm sure Dave is like, hey, George, you should come by and uh, oversee write, some of this. Write a couple know? episodes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but overall, not too shabby. Did I think it was... Again, the, the filler that we keep talking about, of yeah. course. But overall, but it was cute. Grogu did a flip thing 10, with a gun. Eight out of ten. That was cute. It was. He did cute. his little fight. It was cute. <laughs> Chapter twenty one, the pirate. Now this one, I actually like this episode a lot. The people of Navarro need <clears> protection <throat> from a rampant pirate attack. Um, people. So this is the part of the season where people are like, okay, this is kind of fucking pointless. I don't see yeah. where the, <laughs> we said this too. We don't see where the story's going, this and that, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Is this the halfway point or past the halfway point? Yes. Um, this is where you're kind of getting to the latter half of the uh, Yeah. And we're like, the, um, I, I don't show. see what's the overarching plot. What is the narrative? Is this really just going to be so a, start, yeah, so you, a story of the week kind so of season? Mm-hmm. You start to lose a little bit of interest in what's going on right now. But... This but we had the guy from back. Rebels show up in live action, whose name I don't remember because I never finished that show. Fucking nice. He, he looked really oh. good for CG, especially like a fucking streaming show. Top tier. Oh, yeah, dude. Fantastic. Um, I think the pirates, they definitely gave me like some uh, Dead Man's Chest type CGI, yep. but like the best type of CGI. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. They did pretty good. Um, I think there's a probably obviously some of the best Mando fight scenes in the whole 
series. Yes. Especially when he gets the whole covenant together and they just start fighting at the end. Yep. Fucking fantastic. Um, a lot of good moments in this. Very much like the first two episodes of the first season where it's like cowboy wee, western wee, wee. little plots and twists around here and there. Yeah. Um, until eventually, obviously, bah, boom, they win. Uh, uh-huh. Mandalorians have a spot we, on the We find out Ooh. about Moff Gideon. He was, <laughs> oh, he yes, was on his do. way to something, and they, he was. Uh, they said, like, Moff Gideon escaped. So they're like, of Moff course, fucking duh. Fucking, what else did you expect? Could have fucking saw that. Coming. That episode well, was hyped. It's though. funny because when that ending came about, I thought because they said that it's like remnants of Mandalorians, I thought they were going to start making a plot point out to say, okay, now. Bad There's gonna be like this anti-Mando that yeah. So, but apparently not. So uh, this episode gets to, like a um, nine for me though. That was incredibly solid. Yeah, hundred percent. I think this is like a top three um, episode for me personally. Oh, and um, then here comes the next, controversy. Guns for hire. Jack Black and Lizzo in chapter twenty-two. <laughs> Again, um. What starts out as a medial side task, this is where the season does that thing again, where it goes through this whole lucrative episode and storyline, just to have only the ending really pertain to what the yep. overarching story is. 100%. And which, honestly, though, I like this episode. It took me a minute, but it's not bad. It was ah. kind of boring in some parts. I feel like the chase scene was the best part, where they're trying to chase <laughs> down the droid that's going rogue in the whole um, city that they're in. Yeah, I think Jack Black just makes... A little too much sense for the character that he was given versus Lizzo's kind of like, ah, <laughs> ah look at me, I'm Lizzo. just called Dave ah. and, uh, yeah, Lizzo has a new album coming out and, uh, we gotta, you know, <laughs> we gotta help her like, promote cross Don't, don't you know? gotta be complicated, you know, have him do a backflip in her arms or something. She'll go, woohoo, you know, like, <laughs> honestly, like, like pros and cons of this. I agree that this is like a seven. This isn't, I don't think it's as bad as people say, but it's not as great as it could have been. Jack Black is great. Mm-hmm. I, I really loved seeing, first of all, the other Mandalorians getting them all together. That fight yeah, that, that Bo-Katan good. has with uh, Axe Wolf. Oh, that was fun. Great. She yeah, gets the Darksaber, no, top tier. Mm-hmm. And I just like seeing <clears throat> the battle droids. We don't see battle droids often. You know, last time Dude, we saw no, them in live action was, like, was yes. fucking... Right, they haven't showed up in every, well, anything else. It was in the prequels. Yeah, that was about it. So that was great. I thought it was a nifty little thing, too. Especially, yeah. it was super battle droids, too. It wasn't just like the little <laughs> clankers. Little fucking piss pop. Oh, wait, um... Hold on, give me one second. Oh, no. Uh, I'm still here. It's like two seconds, I promise you. Two seconds. All right, so I think Goods for Hire is not as bad as people say. I think it's fine. I don't know what Matt's doing. But it was fine. Overall, the season so far is got some pros and cons, but none of the pros are necessarily super great. None of the cons are necessarily super bad. Sorry. My, my dad's doing some gangster shit. Now that Matt Apologies. is back, we're going to talk <laughs> chapter 23. <laughs> Chapter one is spies. Okay. Um, I, so this look, one, man, this is, I gotta be honest. Th- these these last two episodes are the only ones that were worth it. Besides maybe two other 100%. episodes in this season. That's and I all think, so. I, I got two things to say right <laughs> off the bat. Right. Yeah, First, yeah, yeah, yeah. chapters twenty three and twenty four to me redeem the rest of the season because they were great. Yes. They were fun. This doesn't make season three the best season. It's still, I would say, the worst of the three. But it redeems it of from course. being like, oh man, they're ruining the Mandalorian. To going, okay. The first handful of episodes had little like little little snippets thrown in there, and then we hit like the super stride. The last two episodes, fine, okay, fine. Yeah. I'll take a random season. To to be fair, this was filmed during and the winding down of COVID. I, I mm-hmm. I'll make some excuses for this season. From here on out, if if the quality stays around here, we know Disney's fucking up again. Two. Oh yeah. I gotta tell you, right? I hated. <laughs> The fact that we had all these little whispers and teases about Moff Gideon 
And then these episode just opens with him. He's just like, oh, look, I'm here. Oh, look, I'm alive. Oh, look, I'm talking to all these holograms. Look at me. Look at all the stuff I'm doing. Now I have some yeah. new armor. I have a Mandalorian helmet. F- mm-hmm. I hated it. I hate the rest of the se- episode. Phenomenal. Top tier. I love it. Seeing all the Mandalorians, whatever. Him just showing up like that. I feel like they could have handled it better. Have him walk out with the helmet on, and then he takes off the helmet. And he goes, "Look, I'm Moff Gideon. Gabagoo." Moff Gideon is my favorite Mandalorian. Listen, <laughs> I mean, nah, I didn't. I, I respect what you mean, but I don't think it was very much of a surprise that he was going to be there. No, you know but what they I mean? Could have done a what reveal. Was a better. surprise though. What was a surprise is like it's kind of skipping a hop and a, and a beat, but it was interesting to see that the base was in a. On Mandalore was was in Mandalore. Yeah. I actually wasn't expecting that, believe it or not. So, um, in that regard, you know, it did some things right, did some things wrong. I mean, and then sometimes it kind of made these like, um, I mean, they're kind of alluding to some plot points that um, they want to overthrow Thrawn, like we were talking about before, because yeah, we were talking about with the movies the last week where it's supposed to lead up to him in some certain way. Yeah. Um. So that that would have been an interesting, or will be an interesting power struggle to see. Um. And overall, I think the camaraderie is nice between the Mandos. I think this is the closest they've ever been. Agreed. It was kind of nice to just see that, like, you know, especially Big Man dies, which is a fucking hell. Yeah. You know, Big Man. But with he goes, he goes out real well. He was my favorite. Maybe that's what Dave Filoni meant by <laughs> be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> mm. yeah, yeah, Mandalore, I would agree. It's, it's I'm deep, a nine or nine a out nine. of ten. I, I would give it a nine as well. Yeah. And that brings us to the finale. Chapter 24, mm-hmm. this came out yesterday. Yes. We made sure um, to hop right on it. The return. Very expected, I think, is the best way to put this. You yes. know, I felt like it was just going to be a happy ending. <laughs> I don't know. But it was between, it was like, you got to give it credit, right? Mando, for what it was, was getting his fucking ass kicked by Gideon. <laughs> so, of course, like, you're like, oh, God, like, he's going to kick his ass eventually at some point, right? And obviously he does, but with Bo-Katan and Grogu. <laughs> But that's like near the end of the episode. Backtracking a little bit, it was nice to see Grogu like Do have this like growing up moment yep. this whole episode. No, which is really no. cool. No, um, no, use the force and everything, which is cool. Uh, Bo-Katan, again, just BDE for, for you know for <laughs> like uh, for what she is. She wears the pants in the Din Djarin relationship, she does. you know. <laughs> but I'm here for it. It's awesome, dude. It was it honestly. Um, I think my favorite part final, of this was just like yeah. the armor, wearing a jetpack, and having oh, yeah. like her her two fucking tools and just the bag, the bag, the bag. That was great. The Inquisitor showcase. That was kind of nice. I ain't gonna lie. That was kind of nice to see them. The what? Um, the Inquisitors. The fucking the Temple Guards. The Red Troop. Temple guards, fuck. Dude. Those are not. I always mix them up with inquisitors. I, I, I could also be anyway. wrong. I know they're not inquisitors, but I don't know if they're temple guards or not. They look like it. They got the whole red thing going on. Yeah. So, well, anyway, but it was just kind of that really added to the spice of the it fight. Did. It was very and nice. And then, um, and then let's talk about um, I bring up his name. I think his name's Ax- Axel in this in this series. Axe Wolves. I was um, expecting him to die. I thought he was gonna crash the ship. I was like, that's a great way for a hero to go out. He go blow up the base. Yeah, I thought so too. But then he just crashed into the base. Oh, he's just, just like he's like his little jetpack window. He's yeah, like I ain't fucking dying. <laughs> Which that's fine. He's I like I got care. so much more to do. The noble sacrifice would have been cool to see, but it that's would've. not really needed, you know. Um, and I gotta be honest about one thing though. I feel like there was points of the battle where with Moff Gideon where it's just kind of unsatisfying. 
Maybe that's just yes. me. Agreed. Because when Bo-Katan was fighting with the Darksaber, like th- that's like probably technically the first unofficial lightsaber battle we've gotten like since what <laughs> since episode nine yeah so it's kind of nice to see that but only for it to end by him breaking the fucking dark saber moff gideon did listen listen so listen. i don't know we all know why they did it okay we know why they broke the dark saber so they could build a new one because and sell new merch and, yeah okay and you know what of course dude like, i will buy that Disney dark saber machine. i will buy i don't care I you know you've, you've done exactly uh, what i yeah, th- but what the best part do. is too you got to get it at the disney uh, star wars lightsaber building experience all right back to Back to Hollywood Studios. Did we, go. <laughs> we gotta make an actual fucking reservation this time though, dude. Yeah, whatever. I got I got two of them already in the closet. I don't need more yet. Not until they make No, but one. like actually build one though, dog. Oh, That's a different that. experience. That's so expensive. I'm I'ma do it. I'ma figure it out. Anyway, but um uh hockey dory ending though. That's really the big I'm thing about it. You know? The episode I'll give a nine. Because it was it was yeah. a lot of fun. Although it was predictable, it was still like, oh look. Star Wars fighting with really good CG. Moff <clears throat> Gideon, uh, Giancarlo Esposito doing his thing. Uh, Darksaber stuff. Cool. All right, fine. But I got to tell you, right? Now, looking at the season as a whole and where the story is and where the story's going, I'm fucking disappointed. I'm disappointed because we had this great, th- right? The, the story of season one and two worked out perfectly of, oh, here's the baby. I got to get the baby the training. Oh, look, here's Ahsoka. Oh, look, here's Luke. Luke is going to take the baby. Okay. And then everything derailed with the book of boba fett right because you have boba you have boba fett being teased deliberately for a spinoff show coming i get it okay other ip have him show up he was really good in the mandalorian but they dropped the ball with disney going grogu's a money printing machine we can't just have him not be in the show anymore let's quickly write off (laughs) an entire episode in another show <laughs> of Luke Skywalker, Ahsoka, Baby Yoda, and the Mandalorian showing up and being like, oh, hey, by the way, he's not going to do this anymore. <laughs> and then you have this season where he's. I'm totally down for him being a foundling. You know, great. Cool. But then he's also like using the Force. Where are we going to go from here? They didn't give him a fucking helmet. I was waiting all season for him to get a weird little baby oh, yeah, Yoda helmet with the ear cutouts. Out. They didn't give him the helmet. See, Disney, you're so worried about the money. You're not looking at this, man. Think of all the Funko Pops that you could make with a helmet <laughs> baby Yoda. Give him a jetpack. Make his arms do Damn. more movement than just he like... He ain't talking story. He talking material. He, he's just doing... <laughs> baby Yoda's just doing things with business his Business-wise. Baby Yoda got no shoulders, okay? Make his shoulders move. Yeah, make him do some <laughs> military presses or some shit. The fuck? <laughs> Listen, I'm just like I think I'm disappointed um, by season three. I, I I see what you mean though. You know, it's like he didn't he didn't have a purpose this season. I 110 percent agree with that. Um, and I I do think if anything, it was more of just of a positioning statement. And going back to what you said, they probably just didn't have enough story, and so because of it, yeah. they had to like Dave Filoni and all of them had to shoehorn in what they could because that's the order that Disney gave for fucking eight episodes. Yeah. You know, so but you know um, what it probably is. What? Right, we've spoken about this, and my, my hypothesis is that they've been talking about it since Ahsoka showed up looking for Thrawn in Season 2. The Ahsoka show is coming in August. Ahsoka's going to be looking for Thrawn. They're going to do the Heir to the Empire story. We're going to get the movie of uh, like Ahsoka and Mando fighting off this dude, and they're either going to CG the hell out of Luke or recast as fucking Sebastian Stan or whatever in this movie. Mando's going to die. They're probably going to CG it. I ain't going to lie But to there's you. not... At this point, the way shit's going. Probably. But there's not... Th- this is the reason that this season is the way it is. Because they went, okay, so Ahsoka's coming. And Ahsoka's going to be the start of really no longer eluding, but now just deliberately, blatantly telling you 
what what we're doing with this Thrawn storyline. So Mando's just got this season three here where they're like, okay, Gideon's gonna come back, but just figure out the other six fucking episodes, okay? <laughs> they're like, yeah, that's all you need to do. Like, okay, whatever you say. If you say so, and I, then all right. The ending just kind of opens itself to that notion, and now the Mandalorian went from an, it went from a show that has a single singular plot line to now becoming one of those shows where it's a episode to episode based storyline. Yes. Where fucking Mando says case by case scenario for fucking hunting down uh, people. Of course, season four is going to come about, and that's what the whole shtick's going to be. Yeah. With somewhat of a loose overarching theme that goes towards the movies. And honestly, that's great and that's bad. That's annoying for people who's been there, been here since the get go. It's fantastic for people just getting into it because it's less of a gate to understand the series. But at the same time, it's it's kind of a shit in the face because it's <laughs> annoying to have this much pointless content because if you're the point being is that if you're going to make a series and you're going to make it lit like shorter and you have to wait longer then fucking make the episodes like worth it and connective and continuous don't if you're going to do shit like you're just saying now I better fucking see like at least a 25 episode Mando season next, <laughs> next fucking year at least 30 episodes. 30 Disney episodes. Put Jesus in order, Christ. You know? Listen, if I you're going like, to waste my time, take me out to dinner. This is kind of like... fuck me like a bitch. <laughs> go ahead. Remember from go Pulp ahead. Fiction? He's like, he's like, Samuel Jackson's like, do I look like a bitch? And then he's like, no. Is it the, why are you trying to fuck me like a bitch, Brent? Oh my God. I'm Samuel Jackson. Disney's fucking... I got to rewatch Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Brad, yeah, I keep seeing those Brad clips Disney. on my fucking TikTok. The what? I keep seeing uh, clips of Pulp Fiction on my TikTok. I really got to watch it again. Oh, dude, it's a classic. Say what again, motherfucker. Say what again. Say what again. I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say it one more time. (laughs) What? (laughs) Such a good good movie. So, Um, all in all, Mandalorian Season 3 is fine. It's probably, just like IGN would say, a 7 on the whole. Or maybe like a seven and a half. On the whole. It's just, it sucks because the first two seasons were so good from start to finish. Oh, yeah. It, it, this gives me uh, like John Wick 3 vibes where we start, like like there's progression in terms of Mandalore and where he's going to go from here. But it feels like as a character, especially with Baby Yoda, there was no progression. It was just like every episode was like, oh, look, here I am. <coughs> oh, look, the force. Now I'm sleepy in the next episode. Ah, oh, <laughs> the force. <laughs> We end where we started in terms of like characterization, and that's a really good way to put it. Yeah, I feel the same way. It just it kind of just felt like it was a good time, but you kind of shot yourself in the foot because it could have been something so much more. And now it's established what its true identity is, even though that's been kind of obvious now for the past two seasons, which is just episode to episode chaos with now it's going to be bounty hunting and Grogu learning, learning the Force. And I bet you they're probably even going to try and intermingle back and forth between episodes between Ahsoka and the child. Give him but a helmet. Give him a helmet. That being said, I think for me the whole um, season as a whole compared to the others is I do agree it's like a six and a half. It's like closer to seven but six and a half for me. There's only three episodes that I truly think stand out. Yes. That's 24, 23... In the cover at 19. Say what you want, but I think Star Wars does best sometimes when it doesn't do Star Wars things. 
and that is having an intricate story with normal people from time to time. That being said, the last two did essentially what Mando was supposed to set out to do. So in my opinion, you should have did apostate, cover, the spies, the return. Four-part miniseries. Keep it simple. You wouldn't. Close to Andor levels of excellence. Exactly. Even though you we've know, never so, seen uh, Andor. Uh, anyway. No, I've never seen it. I just heard rumors, but still. <laughs> that's snack time. Uh, there's there, there's yeah. no uh, Star Wars for us to talk about. Oh, well, that's a lie. So Wait, in August. what's your favorite episode, Miguel? What's the last your one. favorite episode? Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I needed to hear. <laughs> uh, Have you ever heard of my friend anything? Yay! Though? We're on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. We have the main channel, the Anything Bowl. Uh, make sure to go subscribe, follow, leave a notification bell. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Hit the link wherever you're at. Hit the link, and you can man. find Come it. on, it's, Trust right, it's me. right below. We're everywhere it's at this right point below. because we're about anything. It's the That's most right. exciting thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, thank you for the support on the recent episode. I'm glad to hear that you guys, especially in the TikTok space and the short space, oh, they're loving that, having man. a good time bullshitting. Everybody's loving up nah, on that. I, 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 for one, <laughs> consider it civil discourse, you know. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, it's, it's greatly appreciated. It's nice to see everyone's listening in, tuning in. That's right. Um, we appreciate you guys. Miguel, let the people know what's going on. All right. So recently, today is, this is snack time. Uh, on Monday, we had episode 50, the Marvel's Redfield and Metallica's new album. We talk about, you know, a bunch of trailers like the Continental. Uh, I talk about Redfield. We talk about our music reviews and go a little in depth on Metallica's new album and what we think of it off of the first couple days. Oh, my God. Before that... We had our last snack time where we talked about the toxicity of fandom, ironically. <laughs> we spoke about some Star Wars stuff. That's where we got the idea. Uh, basically, we just talked about Star Wars, Eminem, whatever, and just how being a stand could become toxic. Some people didn't agree with us. That's the whole point. The point is to get the conversation going. Lastly, before that, we had episode 49, AI's ban, Drake Samples, Kim K, and Star Wars Celebration 2023, where we talked about all of the news, all of the releases, all of the announcements from... Star Wars Celebration 2023 in London. Coming up, all the fun stuff, ladies and gents. We got episode 51 coming up on Monday. You'll see what it's about. We don't even know yet. And after that, we're going to do the Metallica tier list. We're going through all of Metallica's discography, not counting the live albums, from 1983 up until two weeks ago. So we're going to see how it goes. I think Matt is going to be very pissed off with my decisions, and I'm going to be very surprised by his because I'm not as huge a Metallica fan as he is, and that's okay. Otherwise... Check out the gaming channel, man. We're uploading on there so much this week because we messed up, but don't worry about it. We're finishing up this week on the channel, Black Ops 4 Zombies. Starting next week, we're hitting Vanguard. Uh, check out our streams. Vanguard's going up. We're playing World War II in like two hours. Yasarski. The zombie Yasarski. bonanza continues. It does. Um, with that being said, check those out. Subscribe. Follow. Like. Put the noties on. Put the noties and on. Put the noties on. Goodbye.